Hi, I'm Erin, and this podcast is all about me stepping into my truth as a psychic medium. I started reading spiritual books in fall 2019 after I looked around at my life in my boring nine to five thinking, this just can't be it. Then in January, 2023, over three years after I started reading these spiritual books, it clicked. I had been a medium for years and I had no idea. On this podcast, I will discuss a range of topics all about spirituality, limiting beliefs, ego deaths, soul mission, and so much more. I record each podcast episode whenever I get inspired to record, and that's usually on a morning walk or when I'm sitting in the park. Anything that sticks out to me as a sign or a message from spirit, I say it aloud in the podcast episode. So before you listen, pick your own sign or a message from your spirit team, and you never know, it just might come up. I want to apologize for the noise in this episode. It was extremely windy outside and I was new to podcasting at the time, so I didn't even realize it. Hello and good afternoon. It is February 22nd, 2023. And I am on a nature walk headed to the park. And I have not had the best 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I am filling myself up with gratitude. I am filling myself up, fill, filling myself up with thankfulness. I'm not going to wallow in my stress. I'm going to do what I would normally do if I wasn't feeling this way. And that's go on a nature walk, which always makes me feel better. There was some girl on Instagram who did this technique. I can't remember who she was. It was many months ago, but she was like, when she's in a depressive state her therapist or whoever told her do the exact opposite of like what you want to do like or do the exact opposite of like the things that your depression is like telling you to do or like don't clean up like stay in bed all day sulk whatever like get yourself to just do the opposite and I don't know what that's called and I'm sure that's not helpful for everyone you know oh, just do the opposite I'm not saying that but for me today um that practice that exercise is working for me to just do what I always do, keep going. So if you caught my episode, my last episode, I was sharing the anxiety that started to come up around leading hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of people, which is, I've said in the last episode, something I've already done via my YouTube. I feel like it's like there's more to be done and it's making me very anxious. And um, I'm just like, how could I ever do this? And I explained in the last episode, like, why certain people have these hits inside to do this, to lead, even if it's on a large scale or small scale. Like when I say large scale, I mean audience size, small scale, I'm talking audience size, Um, but they're both the same. They're both the same. And so I was sharing and expressing my anxiety around it, this unknown place, this, am I sure I'm not probably the best choice, all that that stuff last night. And it kind of came with me into this morning and I had actually signed up to have another rapid resolution therapy session because the first time I had rapid resolution therapy, and for those who don't know, it's basically kind of kind of like hypnosis, but not you're like awake. It's just a way for the practitioner to talk to your subconscious mind without your conscious mind knowing. Oh, there's a beautiful red fox. No, not a red fox, red panda, excuse me. <laughs> red panda on this U-Haul. So if that's your sign, I used to love red pandas, but also, you know, red foxes are cool too. So that's your sign, both of them. This morning, I, you know, I signed up for a rapid resolution therapy session. 
um, which is basically hypnosis kind of, but it's just talking to your subconscious mind without you knowing. And the reason I was doing this was because the first time I ever did it was January 10th, 2023. And within two and a half hours, she cleared out my guilt fully. Like my guilt was gone and I felt so euphoric for like 24 hours I was like it's gone thank god like I felt like I was on top of the world like on top of the world it just felt a whole like this shit had been lifted off of me and then January 11th 2023 I may be getting the dates wrong shortly after my rapid resolution therapy session for sure January 11th 2023 I know that date for sure my kundalini awakening happening happened um and if you are not aware of kundalini um, I'm still kind of confused about it, but what, listen to a previous podcast episode, anything in the title that says Kundalini. I felt like my rapid resolution therapy session, like that relief I felt from the guilt kind of started to come back because that Kundalini awakening shook up a lot of shit inside of me. And what I've read about it is the Kundalini kind of like starts in your lower back and there's this energy that we all have there or like this like crouching tiger type shit <laughs> that comes out only when awakened or whatever and like most people ne never fucking happens in their lifetimes and people do dangerous things to try and get your kundalini to awaken again i really don't know i feel like it helps you like reach the next level of enlightenment i don't fucking know really what it is but i but what from what i've read it goes through your chakras and really shakes you up inside it can even like bring on some psychosis bring on some neurosis which is part of it and it happens over like weeks maybe months again i don't know oh a beautiful lizard a beautiful like brown lizard it's so cute i haven't seen a lizard in fucking forever are these pansy seeds are these pansy seeds they are pansy seeds that's my grandmother and so what i from what i've read from the kundalini it like goes through all of your chakras so it like makes its way like through everything and as it's making its way through it could take some weeks i think again i don't fucking know but i think it fucked up my rapid resolution therapy stuff and so i tried to i made an appointment for today and i went i was very anxious before i think that's why i was having some anxiety last night because i knew that my rapid resolution therapy session was coming and i was so worried that it wasn't gonna work i was like that was a fluke time it's not gonna work again i also kind of know what she's trying to do because i took a rapid resolution therapy class um, but even in the class they were like you could take the class all day there's so many different techniques that your subconscious that your conscious mind won't know that even you taking the class is not going to stop you from being a good candidate for rapid resolution therapy but it didn't work it didn't work we didn't have enough time i only booked an hour i should have probably booked two but it did not work and i was just really saddened after and I felt really bad, like kind of for my practitioner too. Cause I'm like, you know, it's just not working this time. The first time worked so fucking well. I felt like a whole different person. And that's what every other client has. Like everyone has that. And so, and I felt it. So I wonder why it's not working for me. And she was like, it's totally fine. We're just gonna try a new technique next time. And so I booked, um, I'm booking a new session again in the next week or two for probably two to three hours and she's going to use some different techniques so i was super anxious that it wouldn't work it didn't work and so my conscious mind is like yep you're always gonna feel the way you feel your limiting beliefs will always be with you just like asshole shit you know and so i'm continuing to show up i'm sharing this to say that this 
life thing is not some fucking roses. Like when you tap into some medium abilities, when you tap into some psychic abilities, you are not absolved of the human experience. It's just not, that's what we signed up for. The next thing that's been really causing me a bunch of stress <laughs> is my house. So I shared with you all that I moved out of my home. One, because I don't have the funds anymore because I put all my, I literally paid my life savings to this new coach that I signed up for. I just don't have it. And so I had to move back home out of necessity, but also because I was stepping into this mediumship stuff and I cannot do this alone. Not that I have families to help me. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They don't even know what I'm doing. They have no idea. I'm in my room by myself like, um, I'm open, blah, blah, you know, like, fuck, like I'm acting like a fucking weird ass bitch. Even just having someone around in the same house as me when certain, like when I'm about to be visited by spirits is helpful. So I moved in with them. All this to say, I then wanted to rent out my home or I, I do want to rent out my home. It's been on the market for three weeks. The first two weeks that it was on the market, there was only one photo up and my property manager didn't realize. And so I went on the, like, online, I was like, why is there only one photo? She's like, oh my goodness, I submitted all of them. I don't know why that whoever she submitted it to, all of them weren't up. So I was like, maybe that's the reason. Um, but she felt like we priced it too high. So what happened was there is a neighbor in my neighborhood who is renting their property for $2,700. That's like unheard of in my area. The highest is probably 2200 So at the 2700 price, it's almost exactly my property like the exact it's the end unit all this stuff and their shit was on the market for like a month and a half and they got the price they got somebody to pay 2700 and they told me because i'm cool with them they shared with me that two other people were on the list to get this home at the $2,700 price. And again, that's unheard of in my area. So I didn't even want to go that high. And it was also that high for them because the house was furnished. But even at the end, the people who bought, who paid the $2,700, they didn't even want it furnished. So my neighbors were able to take their furniture with them and still get the $2,700. My property manager wanted me to come in at $2,250. And I was like, well, this is $2,700. I was like, let's try $2,350. She really wanted to do the 2250, but she was like, let's try it. I was like, great. So we tried it. Again, my house was on the market for two weeks, only one fucking photo. But then now it's been a few days. So now it's been two and a half weeks and there's still no leads, even with those photos posted. And she's the expert. Like, she's just like, it's really unheard of that we're not getting a lot of leads on your home. And I have like an enclosed backyard. Like I have all the like bells and whistles. So it must be the price. And I'm just like, well, how the fuck did this other person get the 2700 and I can't even get the 2350 And again, there's other people in my neighborhood who have never gotten that high. Like there's someone in my neighborhood at the 2700 price, fully furnished, that's been on the market since last summer. Okay, <laughs> since last summer. So I'm like, how the hell did my neighbors get that 2700 price? What the fuck? It's so high, especially when someone else in the neighborhood has has been on that tip for an entire year or not year, like half a year and never got it. So I what I could do, I'm sharing this to say what I could do is sulk around and be like, God has favorites. That was a previous episode of me of mine. Oh, God has favorites. Why did this other person get twenty seven hundred? I even reached out to the broker, the real estate agent for the house that sold for twenty seven hundred to see, hey, 
do, do your two people want to co- come over to like my house? It's going to be $400 less. And um, they never reached back out to her as well. Oh, Pansy sees my grandmother. And y'all, it's 80 degrees in Atlanta. Like I had to go back home and like change because it was so fucking hot. So I could sulk around and be like, God has favorites. Why is this house that's exactly like mine going for 2,700 and mine's not? There were two other people who wanted that home and I have that same home for $400 less and they're still not picking me. Why not? What's going on? And I remember asking my spirit guides maybe a week ago. I don't really know how to explain it, um, but how I have a vision um, in the past has just been like, I'll just be in a meditative state and it just kind of takes over me. And it took me two and a half years of uh, spiritual practice to have a vision come to me. So don't think that I'm some special somebody. I'm fucking not. I worked for this and tried. Um, and listen to my previous podcast episodes. If you're like, oh, how the hell did you get a vision to come? And da, da, da. I feel like I have a podcast episode titled that. The episode is titled How to Make a Vision Happen is Mediumship uh, Genetic. I asked my spirit guides in a vision a week ago, you know, what's going to happen with my rental property? And they said, we can't tell you, but it's going to be a surprise. And I was like, (laughs) what the fuck does that mean? Why do other people, why? Like, what are you talking about? And why is this other property, I didn't ask all this, but I'm thinking in my mind, why is this other property at 2,700? And I've come so far down. The only thing they told me in my vision was, my spirit guide said, we can't tell you, it's going to be a surprise. So what I'm going to do with that information and my property manager texted me this morning like we have no hits at all like she's like this is kind of unheard of like usually we get like 15 to 20 hits a day you get one or two a week what am i meant to learn from this what is the lesson here what is going on my house is immaculate do you understand me i walk in the house right now it's as if it's a brand new home because the smell of the like sawdust in a new home is still there. That's how clean I am. And I lived in it for a year and a half. So a practice that I've learned when I start to feel anxious this way from Dr. Michael Beckwith is what needs to be true in order for this anxious feeling that you feel or whatever feeling that you feel that you don't like that's uncomfortable, what needs to be true for it to be relieved? Something like that. Like if this was to last forever, what would you, what would need to be true? And for me, I would need to know for certain that someone's going to rent this home at this certain price so that I do not have to ask my family for money. So that's the big root issue that is even beyond just putting someone in the rental property. It's I have this huge guilt and shame around asking my family for money. I feel this guilt and shame, the thing that I was trying to break myself from this morning with rapid resolution therapy that didn't work, break myself from this shame, this guilt of having this privilege where I have a loving family who will not only let me live there, but will pay for me to stay with them. And I have always, my whole life, tried so hard to pull my own fucking weight the best I could. I went to the best schools, best high schools, whatever. Even college, I got a scholarship, but I got the scholarship because I knew fucking how. I had tutors, I went to the best schools. So it's not like I did it by myself, I didn't. But I helped my parents out trying to do decently in school and got my tuition paid for, but they paid for a room and board. Then I go to graduate school. I'm trying so hard, all my parents aren't gonna pay for shit. 
also they, they said they weren't wouldn't pay for my graduate school so i was like well i don't have any fucking money so what am i gonna do so i walked around georgia fucking state i feel like i've said this in a previous podcast episode and got my tuition free because i was going banging on doors asking people i need fucking money because i don't have any money so i got an assistantship and paid my own way through graduate school because i worked in the dean of students office at georgia state and they paid my tuition for free and gave me like an 800 stipend every month for living but i was still able to live at home so i still had help but i feel like i was trying to pull my weight and not make my family have to pay like my food and all that kind of stuff then for my doctoral program I um, worked at an institution, so I worked at Georgia Tech. And when you work at a state institution, a lot of the times, uh, if you go to school at one of those other state institutions, it's free. So I worked at Georgia Tech. Um, Now I'm still currently in a doctoral program at UGA and Georgia Tech paid for it. The university system of Georgia is called USG. It's a bunch of like 15, 20 schools underneath this umbrella of schools uh, for the state of Georgia. And if you go, if you work at one and go to one, they will pay your tuition. So I've tried so hard not to take out loans, not to make my family pay for me. And now I'm at a point where for the first time in a very long time, I'm going to be asking them for tangible money and it makes me want to vomit. (laughs) So there is some kind of lesson there. One, the guilt and shame that I have this privilege to do this and other people don't. But also the fact that I have to ask people for help. I don't ask nobody for fucking help. Okay? Like, I'm like, nope, I can do it by myself. Like, if I ask someone for help and they don't do it, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. In my rapid resolution therapy session this morning that's what she was talking to me about but my subconscious mind is not hitting and i want to read to you some things that she said um it was just i mean it's always groundbreaking and she was just like you don't deserve what you have no one deserves what they have deserving doesn't have anything to do with it it's not about deserving but it's like all right so i have this privilege i have this advantage how dare you not use the advantage to be of service to others. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, you don't deserve what you have. Just like other people don't deserve the pain that they have. It's not about deserving or not. It just is. So you're being a disservice if you allow yourself to dim your light in that way just because you have this complex of, well, I shouldn't you know, live at home and I shouldn't take the money from my family because other people don't have it. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you saying? Do your job. Do your job. Use the advantage that you have to be of service. It's not about you. It's not about you. Oh, I shouldn't pay for, you know, my family shouldn't have to pay for me. I should. It's not about you. It's about your mission. You chose this reincarnation and in this way to be of service. So use everything you've got to get back to your mission. Do your fucking job. And consciously, I completely understand. I, that's exactly how I feel inside. But there's some block there that's going on. And I think that this rental property is really testing me or training me for the next iteration where I'm like, all right, I got to ask for help. Like, I really have to do this now because my rental property was is my income so that I can show up spiritually. Like I can show up and read my books and do the readings free of a job because I worked for five years to save for this house, put 20 percent down to now put renters in it so that it could pay my way. 
while I stay at home till I figure it out and go through these trainings. Like this is my, I know, I feel like this is my foundational year. So that's what I have to do. And so what happens when I do have to ask for help? What happens then? Am I going to die? Are people around me all of a sudden going to have so many more opportunities? It's out of my scope. It's out of my range. They're out of my scope. And what the woman today said, her name is Tamara Ashley. She's fantastic. Rapid resolution therapy, I highly recommend. Um, she was like, all right, so if there's someone in Manhattan right now that is about to get hit by a car because they're texting and not paying attention, can I help them? No, because they're out of your range. Are you going to feel guilty because you can't help that person in fucking Manhattan? It's impossible. You can't help them. So me not taking advantage of the opportunities that I have now is not going to all of a sudden make an opportunity for someone else. It's just not going to happen. So use your advantages, use your opportunities, take the fucking money and get back to your mission, your mission. Me not taking the money and taking the advantages all of a sudden not going to make the person next to me who quote unquote deserves it all of a sudden have it. It's not going to happen. So might as well use your fucking advantage to then be of service. The only way that you can help the person next to you is by being of service. I can't help where I come from. I can't help that I had parents who were the ones to break the financial um, pattern of poverty in my family. I can't help it. But what I can help is what I do with what I feel like I've been, I am being chosen to do, which is to lead in this spiritual way to even the playing field by giving the answers away for free by helping people with their grieving hopefully like i want to like use my psychic mediumship ability to end suffering to end people's grieving to like help them move forward like how beautiful is that use it do what you have to do in order to get that gift out into the world as long as you're not stealing from anybody as long as you're not hurting anyone else and me using my family as a support system is not hurting anyone now, will it ruffle someone's feathers because they're like, oh, Aaron had an advantage that I didn't? Sure. But I signed up for this life in this way. I could sulk around that my neighbor has $500 more a month. What about me? What about me? I could sulk around and be like, oh, poor me. I have all this fucking money. How dare I use it? How dare you not use it? And money is just the topic today because that's what uh, is ailing me. But even anything else, like so many people have different advantages. For example, like being bilingual. My, one of my clients, uh, she speaks a different language. She's also comes from a background like me and she feels kind of like guilty about it. And I'm like, why don't you feel guilty for being bilingual? And she kind of just kind of was like, oh. I said, like, do you have any more advantages you have because you speak the, the next language that you speak? More job opportunities open up for you. More places that you can live on the planet. Because you have a natural, because your parents knew a different language and decided to teach you. Versus me, my parents, my generation, we were stripped of no knowing other languages. What about that? And she's just kind of like, yeah, but we only think of money as an advantage because it is a big advantage. We, ain't, we don't get it twisted. But there are so many others. There are so many others. So that's what's ailing me today is this rent. I don't know where it's going to come from. My ancestors saying it's going to be a surprise. I'm trying to manifest. I'm trying to sit down and be quiet and da da da. But the first of the month is coming up, and that's the first March. The first of March, 2023, is like the last amount of money I have to afford that home and be able to afford myself and all of my bills. Then I'm going to have to ask my family for help if there's not a renter in there by March one. So I think I have not released in myself this need, this neediness to get someone in there. Especially when I think that I've been open, I think that I've been patient, but you really haven't. 
I really haven't. Like, have discernment, Aaron, in your fucking self. You haven't. You're worried because you don't want your family to have to pay for you. You're so worried about it. And let me tell you, I'd pay my family back. Like, this is this is a loan I'm taking out. This isn't I'm just taking the money. I'm taking out a loan. Oh, there's a little turtle sitting on, like, a piece of wood in the, in the water. It's so cute. So no, not only do I have no money anymore, I am going into debt to my family. Something that I, I can't stand debt. I don't want debt. And now I'm doing the very thing that I never wanted because I feel like I got to take a chance on me at this time so that I can then rise up. And if that means going into debt, that's what I'm going to do. But if I had someone in my home by March 1 like I wanted, I would never have had to do it. I would never have had to go into debt. I would never have asked my family for help. And I still have time. <laughs> I have a week. But there's something inside of me where I am vibrating at a certain level for there's a reason why someone is not in that house. I'm going to be taking self-responsibility. You can do whatever you want with your life. I'm taking self-responsibility that there's no renter in that house. There's something that I'm doing that is keeping it from being so. And now I have to lower the rent because I don't have time. We need someone in there so that I can have an income because I'm about to be broke. And so that's my stress today. So you having higher intuitive whatever does not absolve you of the fucking human experience. Some people will be like, well, aren't you a sidekick? Shouldn't you? No, well, first of all, I'm not that fucking good at it yet. Aren't you a medium? Shouldn't you see this coming? First of all, I'm not that good at it yet. I am learning. I am growing. Some people don't understand this. I'm not doing anything. I'm shown what the divine wants me to see. There are things that you're not supposed to know right now. You get it fucked up when it's like, oh, you are a psychic medium. So you have all the answers. No, it's the divine through me. I didn't make it up. It's not me. I don't have some magical power. I have opened the line on the motherfucking phone. And the person on the other end of the phone has its own mind. I guess it's not mind or spiritual, whatever energy. And it tells me what it wants to through the phone. I'm not the person on the other end of the phone. Some of y'all got it twisted that it is a person who has this power. A person does not. They can just make themselves an open channel to be able to pick up the phone and decipher the messages that are coming through from the other end. The other end of that call has the power, not the person who picked it up. I have no idea about my rental property. I've asked and they're like, oh, you'll see. So I have to trust in that and become a vibrational match for a decent renter to go in my home and to be able to rent at the number that I'd like, at the amount that I'd like. I'm anxious because I feel like I need to serve tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Have no idea how I'm, the fuck I'm supposed to do that. I've already done it, but more again, I need to keep going. I'm anxious that my guilt will never be taken away from me. If you go into spiritual practice thinking, I wanna be a psychic, I wanna be a medium so I can have all the answers and have no worries. Um, you're in for a rude fucking awakening, let me tell you from my own experience anyway. Because it's not you just knowing everything. It's what the divine wants you to know. Does that make sense? If there's something that you're not supposed to see, you're not going to see it. When I went to my a psychic reading a few weeks ago in January or January 24th, 2023, um, she told me, yeah, go to that training that's on your computer. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the episode where I said my first ever psychic reading because my spirit guides would not show her because she's a human being. She is channeling it. She's a channel. She is not the one saying it. 
she is just relaying the information from the divine to me. And she told me to go to the training that I was looking at on my computer later this year. And I asked her, what training? Can you see what training? She said, no, because they wouldn't show her. And sometimes I was reading the book Medium Mentor by um, Marianne the Medium. And um, her spirit guides had told her, you know, you need to stop doing so many readings a day because you are getting worn out. And she just ignored it. She was like, no, like I really like to help people. I wanna help people with their grief, blah, 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 blah. And so they told her there was like another client coming up and like on, th on a Thursday, let's say. They're like, all right, you need to cancel, you need to cancel. And she ignored them. So she goes to the appointment and guess what happens? Nothing comes through. Okay, I'm looking at a pair of keys in a tree on a branch. Just a pair of keys. <laughs> um, if that was your sign. Oh, and I'm also looking at a glove on a fence. Just like a black and gray glove. It's called Magriel. Magri J. Mar Marjorie. I'm gonna go with Marjorie J. Two very weird things just happened. I don't know if that's y'all's messages chat. From the example with Marianne the Medium, she also has a limit because she's a human being. Don't get it fucked up that it's her. She's so divine. She's not. It's the messages through her. Every single medium. It's not them. They have just been an open channel to pick up the damn phone. And they blocked her because they're like, you're not listening. You are tired. You are fatigued. This spiritual shit can get very exhausting. And that's the beauty of all this. That's how I know it's not me because I can't control it. If I could, if it was me, I would be like, I would know when my renters would come, who was going to be in the house, but I have to surrender and trust. We will never, ever be absolved of the human experience unless you're a fucking shaman or some shit. That's a whole nother level. 99% of us, that's, that's just the case. Don't go into spirituality thinking you're going to have all the fucking answers. It is going to be easier for you to come to the answer. It's going to be a lot more flow for you to show up, but... When instances like this happen, like me not knowing where's to next, da, 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 these frustrating things will be a lot more easy for you to digest because you understand who has the power. You understand where the power lies. You understand who is in control and it's not you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the fucking show and see what the fuck happens. Okay, I'm looking at another frog. This is so, no, no, I saw a turtle earlier. Now I'm looking at a frog, like a statue of a frog and his hands are like up in the air, like on its head. It's really cute. <laughs> it's super cute. That's all I have for y'all today. I'm very anxious about leading, very anxious about borrowing money, very anxious about going into debt, but my gratitude overflows me. Even last night, um, I was reminded of my vision that I shared a few episodes ago where I was like, I experienced the most unconditional love ever. And I was literally like, I could die right now. Like, I don't need anything, which is so true. <laughs> but I don't want to burden anyone else, like my family. Like, I want to be able to like pay for myself. But like, I don't need anything. I really don't. That's what it reminded me of. I don't need anything. Just do your job. Do your, what you are pulled to do your excitements, your curiosities, your interests, follow them because they are your divine guidance. You have a mandate to do it. Deal with the hand you were dealt and serve. The last thing I want to say also is my anxiety and all this like has really subdued the messages I've received. Even this morning, I went on a walk. I did a podcast episode about something completely different. Um, like I had a list in my phone of, of like things and y'all know usually I'm, I'm off the top of my head and I deleted it. Like I literally was like, 
this doesn't feel right. Like I'm in this anxious space. This is right before my rapid resolution therapy session. I'm in this anxious space. I don't feel well. Like, you know, usually, you know, I'll see signs with like birds and like all these kind of things. And like nothing's come through. I haven't felt that connection because of this anxiety. So again, I keep feeling like, feeling like I'm beating a dead horse. You reaching a level, a different level of spirituality, you are still going to feel these feelings. You are just going to come back to it and be able to move through it and soothe yourself through it because you know your purpose. You know your mission. You know that you signed up for this. But today, like, I didn't see much. Like, I didn't feel connected to nature like I usually do. I want to say even yesterday, I didn't feel that because of my anxiety. So that should prove to you or show you in a way that our feelings, our anxiousness, our like whatever feelings inside can really suppress the messages that are coming through from the divine. Okay, I'm done. Y'all have a good day. Bye. I wanted to give an update on this episode. I never ended up having to ask my family for money. Why is that? So on March 16th, 2023, I received $868 from the government. <laughs> and then on March 29th, 2023, I received $2,647 from the government. This was a tax return. So it ended up being $3,500 that came back to me out of nowhere. I have never had a tax return be that high in my life. So that $3,500 saved me over the next couple months so that I could pay the rent or pay the mortgage on my house. And then I likely had a couple clients signed because I was a budget coach at the time doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. I think I had a couple clients signed. So it held me over where I never have to ask them for money. I finally got a renter in there in May, 2023. Why it took so long, I have no idea, but she is the best renter of my entire life. She pays early and she is never there. She travels a lot for work and she is never home and she pays her rent on time. I believe in divine timing and I'm just so glad I waited it out and money just poured in. The second I needed it, the money poured in. $3,500 for a tax return? That is ridiculous. That is so much money. I probably have gotten maybe a thousand in my life. Maybe. The money showed up right on time. I believe in divine timing so deeply in my heart. I just wanted to give you all that update if you stayed this long. All right. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed, I'd love for you to leave a review. If you have any questions or would just like to chat, please DM me on Instagram at Te Amo Aaron.